Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Bogey Golf Podcast with your host, Larry. And Pat, man, I'm, I don't want to pay anybody royalties, but Living Color might need some royalties, so we'll throw <laughs> them a few bucks for that one. Yeah, <laughs> they might. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they save their money or not, but... Um, you didn't think I would know that, did you? I did not think you would know that. It was... I'm going to go on like an alternate and, and rock uh, thing for the next few weeks. Okay. It started out. I mean, I mean, the next verse does start like Mussolini, like Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. I'm the core of personality. So yeah. I, I do know that. It's uh, that's, that's a jam. It's CM Punk, baby. Is it? Yeah. See, I don't even know that. <laughs> so uh, this is the Bogey Off podcast. The podcast is dedicated to the average golfer. We are going to help you have more fun on the golf course. Or at least tell you a few dick jokes and make you laugh. We are proud to be part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Go to bellyup.com. Do whatever is going on over there. Check out the forums and the articles of all the sports. Try to get some inside info so you can cash in on that uh, monkey knife fight, which we are glad to say is still a sponsor of the podcast. I don't know why. Why do, why do they like us? Why? How? This is the longest relationship we've had. It is the longest relationship we've had. Um, Probably because our, our listeners are degenerates. I believe just, that like, that has something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, we start uh, advertising to our listeners, and all of a sudden they're sponsoring Charlie Hoffman and getting cars and NASCAR races and shit. So uh, go that over might, the that, site. May, that may be on my personal side. <laughs> yeah. Well, DJ cost me 150 bucks on Saturday. You know what? Well, after Friday or after watching Thursday, I'm like, everybody's going over. Yeah, Saturday. I went over everybody, and he's the only one that was under. Yes, yeah, so no, I, I I took another beating by the monkey, so the the, the monkey has an advantage in this knife fight. <laughs> so go to Monkey Knife Fight, enter the promo code BOGEY. And all caps. All caps. They'll match your $50 deposit or deposit up to 50 If you only put in $25, they will give you $25 free dollars. Get on there, make some bets or make some daily fantasy wagers and uh, win some money. And, and again, a tip to everyone out there, uh, play a lot. And you'll probably break even. Just play like roulette, baby. Yeah, I've been even for the past. Uh, this is going on three weeks. Or just bet a lot on one or two contests 
or sorry, wager a lot on one or two contests and not win like I've been for the last month. Yeah, that's I was, fun too. Uh, I was very confident on that fifteen to one for ten dollars that everyone would be over. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot, DJ. He's uh he's been okay at golf recently. He so before we uh, started recording, we were talking. This might be the greatest watching of golf that I can remember. I feel like every week we come on and say it was the greatest finish ever. Uh, I mean, last week or two weeks ago, DJ ran away with it, but that was fun to watch. I think it was like a month ago. We had the two guys. He made the somebody made like a 40 footer and uh, was it Morikawa? Right. Yeah, just, just two guys, two yeah. scrubs, Morikawa and JT. Yeah, just a Morikawa of, and just a JT. Of guys. They they bust out like forty footers to tie a hole and uh, go into a playoff, and it's, it was absolutely crazy. And then was this week better? Yes, and the only reason it was better for me personally is these might be my two favorite guys. Okay, so these these are like the two guys who I like the most, and, and I'm not just saying this. When DJ looked at the putt from like the ninth angle, I legitimately said, "This motherfucker is going to make this." That was a circus putt. I mean, he hit that ball. What was it? it was a forty-five footer? I think right. Yeah, I mean, it had like seven foot of break to it. it I was going to say it had like ten foot of break. I mean, he hit yeah, the ball almost. I didn't go to I didn't go to low point training with Ben and Chad, <laughs> so maybe it did. He hit the ball almost like to the left of just. By like a ton, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Holy fuck, that's going in. And like, after it started rolling down that hill, you knew that putt was going to be dead nuts in the middle of the hole. And it's like, how the f- I don't know how you can make that putt. I don't know how you can make that read. I don't know with how far that ball came down that hill and how much break was in it to hit it with the perfect amount of speed what it means forcing a playoff is just, I mean, that was unbelievable. It totally blew my mind when he made that putt. I'm not going to lie. When he read it from the side, the last time after him and the brother agreed, and he said, no, I'm going to go look at it from this side angle. And then he, like at that point, I'm like, he's going to fucking make this. Like he is so locked in right now. He is going to make this. I mean, do you think it, if he has that putt 25 times, how many times do you think he makes it? Well, let, let me answer the question differently first. We're over 25. And exactly. We three, and we three putt it 10 times. Yes. 100%. Um, I would think he makes that four out of 25. I, w- I was going to say five out of 25. So I'll give you four. And I think that if somebody gave me four and a half, that I would probably, if Monkey and I fight, Lined him up with that 25 times, I think I would take the under on it. Because it the was reason, that impossible of a putt. The only reason I think he makes it so often is I don't know how much you got to see. His lag putting right now is stupid. Well, yeah, but... Like, it's dumb. But that wasn't a putt, like... He didn't need to snuggle it up. It had... That's he true. had to make it, and it... How many times have we done this show in the past uh, year or year and a half, however long we've been doing it, and a guy who has a must-make putt leaves it short. We haven't even reached our one-year anniversary yet, and you don't even know how long we've been together. <laughs> we haven't reached. We haven't been together a year, and we already been fired once. I know. Please. Um. So, yeah, like you just see it all the time. They'll read it, read it, read it, and then leave it 
leave it like short. Two revolutions short. Yeah, and short. and with this putt, I think it was it was more that. I mean, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, Google it. But if it, you haven't seen it, why are you listening? Yeah, that's true. It just the the speed of the putt. It, I just could not believe that he made it, and then. Wait. It wasn't even the best putt of the tournament. It wasn't even. It was the best putt for a half hour. Well, he shown. So I was shocked by the emotion. Then we actually got a fist pump. Yeah, that's about as excited is, as he can get. Um, will he be more emotional when he wins fifteen million dollars this Monday or no? Uh, I don't know because I don't think he, I don't. I really don't think he gives a shit about anything. That I was think the he most gives shit about fifteen million dollars. That was the most. Most uh, emotion I've ever seen him show. Yeah, the fist bump was pretty solid. Yeah. And then, like, watching Rom at the range, like, Rom was like, motherfucker. <laughs> you know that he thought it was over. He had to think that putt had a 1% chance of going in. I don't know. I think as a competitor, as okay, so if it's us, agree 100%. But in his mind, he's probably like, this is fucking DJ. He probably thinks he would make the putt. Rom probably thinks that in that situation, he would make it. So I think he gave it a little more credence than you think he did. I'll give you that. But just when you know that he's got to make it, he's got a 45-foot huge breaker that's going to come downhill. I, it's just hard to put the cork back in that bottle, I think. Cause <laughs> and then they they go to the playoff, and Ron busts out, what, a 65-footer? It was long. That was that just sna- like, That snaked as well. <laughs> and it was good the whole time. When you think there's no way that you can see something better happen, something better happens in a half hour. How good was that pin position? It was amazing. Like... <laughs> That's legit. Like that guy, kudos to that guy. This tournament was so great because we got to watch them get their asses kicked for two days. And then. Can we stop talking about how far they hit it now? Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Leave the rough wrong. Like we've been saying the entire time. We don't need to roll back the ball. We just need to make make missing the fairway a bigger penalty and it will. The water will find its level. Uh, It did. Yeah. But then. My man Leash was 30 over. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he had a rough, uh, rough time. The, the fact that they went out and did that on Saturday and Sunday after the course was just an ass kicker on Thursday and Friday, it just goes to show how great they are and how just that this is some of the greatest golf and some of the greatest watching that has happened i think in my in my watching lifetime i asked a an older golf fan over the weekend if he thought that this was the most talent ever on tour and he said he did believe so it has to be just because of the kids and when you say kids i mean i legitimately mean like wolf hovland and morikawa are 21 22 ish then the quote-unquote kind of middle-aged guys now, which is JT and Rory, who are right around 30, and then DJ's the old man at 34. <laughs> at, and then you still have Tiger and Phil kind of just how in the old, picture. How old's John Rahm? 25. 
six twenty-seven tops. You're googling. I'm clicking. Let's see who wins. Go uh, twenty-five. Fucking dial up. <laughs> do, do, do. Twenty-five years old. He's almost washed up. I mean, we'll be on the Champions Tour in no time. The um, just the amount of great golf that we've seen in the since the pandemic is incredible. They cannot. I I just can't wait for this week. Don't you think it's great though? Being honest, that and I may mess up the order, but that DJ Rom JT. Webb, who's actually had, who's earned it to be up there, Morikawa, that, like, the top is what the top should be. That, like, the guys at the top are who we want at the top. It's not Billy Horschel and Sung J.M. First of all, it should be. Sung J.M. should be up there. He's uh, number eight, but. Um, yeah, fade fade that guy. Just so you, just all our monkey knife fighters out there, our main man Sung Jay has been not looking too good. He has not, but no, this uh, yeah. So you got uh, DJ Rom, JT Webb Simpson, Morikawa, Burger English, Bryson. Where the fuck? Where's Bryson Ben? Eh. Can we be done? I, I've been done with him for a long time. So he, be, you know, happened. He became a pouty bitch, and now he's just. Eh. Is there any way DJ doesn't win the FedEx Cup? John Rom. Yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait. J- JT can fuck around and have a weekend, too. That's true. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it uh, three three weeks ago, <laughs> a month ago. He was, he was done. Yeah. I mean, those are, I mean, some of the other guys, I mean, I'd like to give a little love to my, my main man and Fellow Strixon stud Hideki. I thought Hideki played awesome this weekend. He he played very well for a while. He was the uh... Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. (laughs) Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. He was the only one uh, under par, wasn't he? 
Yeah, but can he make up six shots on DJ? I don't think so. I mean, like, I think you got to be, unless DJ doesn't show up, which the last two weeks give me no reason to think that's going to happen. Maybe he'll fall down some stairs. I, it's possible. It is possible. If, if her husband gets home early and he's in Atlanta again, I mean, so maybe his his Georgia side piece, just like in Augusta, maybe if her hubby gets home a little early and he has to run out the back door, we don't need well, any He's probably injuries. running in the back door. <laughs> it's, um, but no, being honest, I don't think if anybody, I don't know if anybody has a firepower to make up that many shots on him if you're more than a couple back. I don't either. I think that, I think it's it'll be, I think it would be shocking if he if he didn't win. I would be very surprised just because of how well he's been playing and how uh, he's pretty locked in. He, he I, he's just he's on a different level than everybody right now, which is which is great. We have another. So I except I think, for the guy who beat him Sunday, like you're 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 crowning him when he did lose. Yeah, that's true. He did lose. Um, did you see? I don't know how much you watched. There was that shit on 15 that a lot of guys hit the ball into. So there must have been shit that was more out there than normal. Rom hit a ball legitimately into the woods and then just spits right out back, back right out in the middle of the fairway. And then he goes on to make birdie to, God, to pretty much win the tourney. I mean, he legitimately hit it into the fucking woods, rattles around, and then shoots back in the fairway. That's crazy. I don't think I, I didn't see that, but that's. Uh... I must have been in the bathroom. And then did you see, I'm sure you saw him forgetting the Marcus ball. That's, yep. I've never seen that before. I have never seen that either. And I thought that would be an automatic disqualification, but it's just a one-stroke penalty. But how do you forget to mark your ball? I don't know. I mean, I may have like super drunk at some point or like just fucking around with you playing two balls or something, but I would never like, in a real match, just pick it up and flip it to my caddy and say, hey, clean this. The caddy, he was going to have an aneurysm. Uh, yeah. But he was like, what the fuck are he, you doing? He had no idea. He's like, what, what now? All right. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find. Uh... So afterwards, he said, uh... so that was his only bogey that day. <laughs> and afterwards, he said, I just hope I don't lose by one. I'm just going to say that. I just hope. And if I do, well. My fault. It's as simple as that. That's a man. And then they asked him, "How do you? How did you forget to mark your ball?" He said he wasn't sure. Um, he had hit his approach to just inside forty-four feet when, as he describes it, his mind simply went on a walkabout. I was holding my marker in my pocket. He said, "I guess he uses an Arizona State poker chip when it's a far putt." Uh, just went at it, and for some reason, I just picked up the ball thinking I marked it already. I was thinking of somebody else or something else or somebody, and yeah, I just picked up the ball without marking it. It's simple as that. So was he fighting with his wife or girlfriend or something? Maybe. Maybe once he's that Arizona State poker chip makes him think of all his previous conquests back in the day at ASU. <laughs> and maybe his mind drifted, drifted for a second. Yeah, I've I've never forgot to mark my ball uh ever. 
<laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I've forgotten to move the mark back when somebody asked you to move it. Yes. Um, that's why I started. I flip my mark over now when I move it, so I remember to move it back. That's pretty smart. But yeah, I've never, I've never forgot to mark it. So we're talking about all this great golf that was played over the weekend, Pat, and we had our match with with Western Golf and Country Club, and uh, your boy went out and fired a career best eighty four. And this was at your place. This right? was at our course. Yeah, we haven't. We got rained out the second day, so the makeup's going to be the eighteenth to finish out the thing. So we're how do we not how do we not leave the show with this? Kudos to you for holding off twenty minutes before bragging. It so. uh, it's all I had. <laughs> but yeah, so I I can't describe to you what happened. All I can tell you is I've never hit the ball better, putted better. Like there wasn't one thing was good. It was around where everything clicked. I I hit so many fairways. Uh when I missed a fairway, it was just by uh, like just into the fringe and I still had a second shot. Uh just I just played the best golf. I that's that's the best I have. I I'm skeptical of ever playing golf again. I think I could just uh, call it a career. I was going to ask you that. Do you think? Because obviously that's the best you can play. Has that reset your expectations of what you think you're capable of? Because to me, I think that's right around the best that you or I are capable of right now of playing. Like if we can get to. Anything sub eighty five, I think that's kind of us maxing out. So my goal is always ninety. I always want. I always want to break ninety. Um, I had never thought that I would set the break eighty goal, and I think now. I mean, that's that's the next goal, right? Yep. Eighty four. I mean, I my goal now is to break eighty. So I don't think it'll. I mean, I'm not going to say it won't happen. I I do play quite a bit of golf, and I I practice quite a bit. And um, practice, <laughs> I do plan on being at the Golf Leadership Academy again this winter. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. But I just we do a a, a ringer tournament for men's league, and the way it works is they it's your best score on every hole net and then gross. So my best score on a couple holes, like I birdied 10, which is a, it's the third hardest hole on the course. The best score I had in all of men's league was a five. So for 10 weeks <laughs> or whatever, the best bogey score I had was bogey was my best. Um, the hardest hole on the course, I parted it uh, 14 and my best score on that was a six all season. So I just, every hole I just played well and I, I played smart. I think like I didn't try to do things that weren't there on the shots where if there wasn't a shot, I hit the smart shot that still advanced the ball uh, because I was playing competition and I wanted to win and it was fun. Well, this is this was so serious; it's actually worth a phone call. I actually called you. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, well, because I wanted to know, and this was—I know it's a dumb question, but players of our level, I wanted to make sure it wasn't. I wanted to know if it was a good eighty-four, 
or if it was a holy shit, I made 220 feet of putts 84. Right. So the fact that it was a good 84, like, that's that's something to be really happy about. Because, like, I shot 38 on the front before, when I, and then uh, on my round where I shot 88, and I made, I think, three or four birdies on the front, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah, I usually, like, if I can make a birdie in a round of golf, that's, like, I'm happy with that. So, um. That was a that was a lucky eighty eight. Like it was, I was making all kinds of putts. It just it was lucky. But this was just just steady. I mean, the other guys, the guys in their team were nice. But I think like like on the first hole, um, I got a stroke because I was the highest handicap in the in the group. So I I was getting strokes. I got eleven, I think, and. I hit the I hit the first fairway, and I hit a a really good drive, and I hit the fairway, and I I said to Roger who I was playing with, I said I haven't hit this fairway in like three months. I've been hooking it left into the trees, um, or right into the trees, but I haven't hit the the fairway in forever. And then I hit the I hit the fairway on two, three, and four, and the guy goes, "Did you hit every fairway so far?" And I said, "Yeah." And I'm like, "I played the club championship fifth flight last week," and four rounds of golf i think i hit six fairways <laughs> so yeah so i i mean i can't explain what's happening i don't know but i'm gonna keep riding it and then on the back i was uh whatever after four or five holes i was one under <laughs> like what <laughs> the guy goes are you under par on the back and i'm like i don't know i don't know what a what a dick and yeah. that was intentional too. oh for sure for sure so it was fun we split we took one and a half um so we have it's uh front back and totals a point each so we have i think 15 and they have nine going into their place so we'll see what happens Uh, i would guess home turf advantage is real right it's very real i everyone was happy that we won but i don't think we won by enough okay um, last year we were down by more than that going into Dearborn and we came back. So we didn't win, but we won ours and made it, I think we lost by four or five. So it's definitely, I mean, we had a couple guys, we had our final group out got skunked, which really hurt us. Okay. Cause you expect that those were the team that you kind of expect to get you some points and they didn't. So. So they're going to turn it around for you when they go, when they go to the rugged streets of Redford. I hope so. That's awesome, man. It's it's cool that you did it in a tournament type environment too. Yeah, I can't. Uh, hopefully, this Saturday we have the red, white, and blue. So, me and brother Nathan are looking for a couple teammates to to play in that. Maybe we'll take the day off of Property Brothers Dearborn and uh, get out and play in that. So now is that a scramble? No, it's uh um a four man but you only count four man two best ball okay and, and do you pick, and do you pick the tees or are they pre-assigned you pick the tees and so does you, everyone in your group have to play from those tees once yes, you pick, once you pick it everyone yeah. plays from there so you play six six and six you have to track it and they kind of they give you a sheet to tell you kind of where they're playing so you can kind of think ahead of time but um there's a lot of strategy involved, and the guy who always 
was our strategy guy, um, left the club this year because he is the president of some automotive company and he travels to Europe a lot. So he's got two weeks, two weeks. So there's no reason. Like he, he's like, I can't even get out there. So he he's not in this year. I'll be back next year. So do you need, do you need to bring me on just as a consultant? I might. You need know, to. Do we just need to talk Saturday, Friday night, and put a plan in place? We might need to. Yeah. Um, I on my Garland trip that I go on every year with my buddies. Um, that's my favorite event. That was the first time I've ever I've ever done it, and we do it as a scramble. But like the night before, there's like so much strategy going. It's just it's fun. Like just that format is so awesome. Everybody should try that. It does. It it makes it. Uh... Strategy comes in because there's if you have a big hitter on your team, there's certain par fours that are better than par fives because they might be able to drive the green. Um, so it does it brings in a lot of of strategy. And I know the first couple of times we did it before we had a a set team, you know, you forget. Oh fuck, we used all of our all of our forward tees. And we have the hardest hole coming up, and we have to play it from the blacks. <laughs> right. Damn it. Yeah, it's like, oh, that was poor uh, poor planning. So we could have played it from 440, but we'll play it from 610 yeah, instead. Yeah, and see okay. what happens. And you still get your normal strokes on it. Oh, okay. So, like, on 14, if you get, like, I usually uh, get two because it's the hardest hole on the course. And uh, you play it from the golds. Like, you should be able to par it from the golds. Even if you bogey it, you're helping your team out. So, so I would think that that one should be as your chief strategist. I would say put that one down as gold right now. Yeah, for sure. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. So it should be it should be a good time. Hopefully, we can get a couple guys to play with us. That's so. Is this because you're being shunned by the club now because of your behavior that you can't find people to play with you or no? <laughs> um, should I read the letter? No. No. Not yet. It was strongly worded, wasn't it? It was strongly worded. That, that'll be a whole that'll be a whole different episode as we talk about your being asked to leave the club at some point. Do you think that? Uh, this is the first time ever that someone got a reprimand letter and their spouse got nominated to the board in the same day. Wow. <laughs> that that may be a first. I believe that it, it if it's not a first, um, it has to be close, and I'd like to hang out with the other couple. Okay, so Mrs. Bogey Golf is, wants to be on the board. Um. I don't know that she wants to be on the, like she didn't, 
um, campaign to be on the board, she was recruited and asked to be on the board. I would have less than 0% interest in ever partaking in that. Yeah, I I want to be the president, but... Um, you do? Yeah. That sounds like the worst possible... But I think it'll be world. fun if, if Mrs. Boogie Golf becomes the president, then I can be the first gentleman and uh, can pull so, all kinds of, like, get my boat put in the water and stuff first, you know? You can, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, get, I get the first tea time every Saturday morning. You yeah. know who I am. So... Uh, I think it'll be fun. She's a consultant, though, so she likes that kind of shit. Like, that's what she does for a job. She finds it interesting doing financial things and making people more efficient. And, like, she likes that kind of stuff. So, so I like all that stuff, too, but I don't like 300 whiny elitist pricks who think they're the smartest person in the world. Do you think that my wife, God lover, <laughs> is... Uh, Strong willed. Strong willed. Thank you. I don't know how many times people can come up to her and say something before she tells somebody to fuck off. That's presidential in today's world. Like, yeah. she is the perfect kid. Like, she is not going to put up with people's shit. So, if just being married to her, if you come up to her with a bunch of problems and no solutions, that conversation doesn't usually go well. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> or if you buy unauthorized golf shoes. Yeah. I remember when I was uh when I was in charge of the senior living place and I had all these problems and I was telling her all about it and, and her answer to me was, You're the fucking boss. If you don't like it, fix it. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if there are issues, it's your fault. So either change them or shut up. I feel bad for that guy in the kitchen who overorders a few extra hams come Christmas time when I know. budgets. I know. She'll be she'll be uh be a lean Christmas at the uh, wherever the hell it is household. Um, that's awesome. But once again, I will continue to say that I would like digging into the behind the scenes part, but I would want zero percent to do with it because I just hear a lot of the old timers walk by and chirp everybody who's on the board about just shit that's so irrelevant. Well, my- why'd you cha- why'd you change my favorite urinal cakes? What the fuck are you talking about right now? <laughs> Well, my favorite is the guys who were president and like when I was the president in 72, we never had assessments. And it's like, yeah, that's because uh, everybody from Ford Motor Company was a member here and they were paying $40,000 to join. So it's not really the <laughs> the economy and the way things work aren't exactly similar right now. Right. Back in Nam, we used to do it this way. Exactly, yeah. Like, no, I don't know. That's going to work now. Back before we let women in the 19th hole, this right. place was... It was so much better. Yeah. Like, all right, well, you're a lifetime member, so you don't pay anything anyway, so how about you shut up? <laughs> right. You see that spot over in the corner? Go enjoy it. <laughs> you're the same to me as a welfare recipient, buddy, so I don't know what to tell you. You're sucking up all the social security and I'm putting your bill at the club. So let's just be happy. But you just shut out there and smile and play, have a Coke and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Try not um, to die on me. Good for Mrs. Bogey golf showing initiative in the club. That's pretty cool. Um, so this is somewhat cool local news. Um, 
the Barstool Classic is coming to Michigan. I saw that. They announced it yesterday. Um, Walnut Creek is going to be the host site, which I was slightly taken back by. So if there's any members at Walnut Creek that listen to us, let us know how the hell you pulled this off. Um, I'm not going to bash their club because I've never been there. But I would think there would have been other options available. Do you think places were scared to host this event because of reputation risk? Yes. And that's why places weren't lined up to do it because they didn't want to end up on the news. Well, who's going to do it? Oakland's not going to do it. No. Detroit Golf Club's not going to do it. That was my guess, but then I thought they fell into the reputation risk part. Yeah, they have a PGA Tour event. They can't have the Barstool Classic. Um, but they also are in Wayne County, which is a hot spot. I just don't I don't know how much political pressure is when in other places not raising their hand and saying, Hey, we really want to do this. I would think that our one of our clubs should have uh I agree. But on the other hand, what if the COVID spreads and you lose your club for the year because you let all these Yahoos come in and have an outing at your club? Yeah, I would be pissed. Uh huh. Especially those lifetime guys, those lifetime members. What the fuck is Barstool? When is it? So it's September twenty first. So here, here was my the the line of questioning I was getting to for you. Players like us have no chance to win. No. So it's a half handicap event. So basically, if you're a two, you're a one. If you're a sixteen, you're an eight. We legitimately have 0% chance of competing, no matter what. How much would you pay just to participate in that kind of event? Well, it's $800 a team, so... That's a lot. Is it really? Okay, see, I'm trying to get a team, for what it's worth. It's I'm trying to... 200 bucks a guy, and plus it's sponsored by Truly's, so I think... Where you get food and drink. Yeah. But you legitimately, like, we would go in with no chance of winning. So you're going just as a pure event. Uh, I'm probably still going to try to do it just because. I think it would be a lot of fun to do it. So, yeah, I I don't think, I mean, a normal golf outing where you can't win any money. Is 150 to 200 bucks. Yeah. So what's the difference? This is more fun. If you got lucky, you could win. I mean, don't you? Isn't I know there's a trophy. Don't can't you win some money? And you go to Pinehurst, yeah. Do you know? Do you know who? And I'm just planning the seat out there because I'm already engaged for this event. Possibly, you know who can win this event? Who? You and Miss Bowser. Hmm. Professionals are allowed to play. So it's a two-person two event? Yep. So you use her ball on every hole. And if she shoots par, you guys are probably get to advance to Pinehurst. Just putting it out there because I'm here for you. And for, for the listeners, this is the first time I've discussed this with them, and his eyeballs are so wide right now. Listen, if I'm doing it, I'm going to do it big, and I'm, we need to get Evan to come in from Florida. And you know what they do. I mean, they love the matching outfit shit. So, like, you can pull out one of your horrific outfits from the 
previous events. Would she get to play from the women's tees? I'm sure. Why? That's only fair. I think her from the women's tees might be better than Evan from normal tees. So it goes live Thursday at noon. I've got my whole little group of internet sleuths trying to get a spot. But I think you should try too. I'm just putting it out there. You and a Bowser may have a chance because just if you luck into a couple pars that you're that or the Bowser should just ditch you and let you caddy for them and I was just thinking that Evan and Elena would win (laughs) for sure. Shit, even uh, like Brett and Elena would win. Um, I prefer to call him Bo Jackson from now on, by the way. Bo Jackson? Yes. <laughs> I like it. So um, speaking of, uh, we have a Canadian guy named Mackenzie, so that's a good transition from Evan, who played on the Mackenzie Tour in Canada. Oh, man, golf. that's a good one. Thank you. So Mackenzie Hughes, he was, he knew what he had to do going into 18. He knew if he made a par, he was on the East Lake. If he made a bogey, he was done for the year, which is actually only two weeks, I think. I think the new season starts in two weeks. Um, So smokes a drive, then short sides himself in a trap. So probably Didn't hit enough club. the most important bunker shot of his life. I would I would think think so since he's trying to keep playing golf and puts puts it to like five feet. And I've never seen a pro and their caddy analyze a five footer like this before. That's where I really thought it was too much. Did you? I I was kind of thinking he was gonna. I didn't, oh, they looked at it too hard. Yeah, I, I didn't that. know like, this about this until today, so I just watched the video. And if I didn't know he was going to make it because we were going to talk about it, um, you know me, I'm of the do it like you always do it, and I don't think he's ever looked at a five-footer like that before. Um, while we were doing this, I did just do a look-up. It says which tees will be played at the Barstool Classic, and it says the commissioner will determine based on course conditions, weather, and mood that day, but in general, the goal is 6,600. But it doesn't reference ladies at all. Okay. Still, she's still going to shoot par from there. Yeah, she would shoot par from 6,600. The only thing is that the caddy would have to pay the float for this, wouldn't he? Um... Yeah, I, w- I would. Yes. I wonder if they would let me caddy for you guys. <laughs> um, okay. Now back to Mackenzie Hughes. So I don't know. I'll what get drunk difference. and tell him what a real podcast sounds like. Wow. You guys may have 500,000 followers, but our 600 are loyal. Loyal motherfuckers. Um, so. The putt, I don't know what 31st place got in FedEx money, but worst put, wor- finishing last this week is worth $400,000. That's not bad, huh? And you get into all the majors next year, and you have full status. Now, I don't know what his status situation was before that putt, 
But that'll make your butthole pucker. My butthole pucker's over five dollars. Not four hundred thousand. Ten, and it really opens up. Oh, I thought we were talking about. <laughs> right? Are we still talking about Mrs. Bogey Golf? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying um, to see what he won. What he won for that tournament? Yeah. Oh, probably not a lot. I mean, not a lot in golf terms. A lot to normal human beings like us. He's won over $2 million in his career, but I don't know what he won on the last event. Okay. That's still good for Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah. That, that's not a bad living. Um, oh, no, and he was, you know, I mean, he's almost 30, so. That's, the on, clock, that's the, on the cusp. Yeah, of, the clock is ticking. It's almost time to get a real job. Right. That is on the cusp of deciding what to do. Um, so, you know how we're always looking for for new ways to make golf fun and fun gambling games? Yes. We ended up, so Saturday when you got rained out, um, and Western's along the same river plain as my course is, um, had some buddies out. We were really looking forward to playing. The rain got stupid, of course. Um so on our course, they let us take carts out on the front, but the back was walking only. So uh, one of my way, buddies who is were, way lower, right, and it's along the river. Yeah. yeah. So one of my buddies who I was playing with has a, has a medical condition to where being honest, like carrying a bag is not ideal for him. So I went to try to snag a caddy. All the caddies basically told me, "Yeah, fuck off! Like we're done after nine, and we're going home." Which, you know, good for them. Um, and then I asked, can you take a push card out? And you know how that goes over, just in general. So even with the medical condition, they said no on the push cart. So he started carrying it for the first couple holes. Um, once it became kind of an issue, we began to play a game of whoever hits the ball closest to him has to carry his shit. So... It became, I'm just going to name it Double Bag It, which normally when I think Double Bag It with this guy, I think of strippers and prostitutes and all these kinds of awful things. But it's now going to be called the Double Bag Game. And we think we're going to just work it in at certain times, even if you're riding in carts. So if you're the guy really who gets the think, shot, like, you're I walking. think that would be a fun game to play. Right, like, get the fuck out of the cart. <laughs> Carry my bag, and I'll meet you at our next shot. Yeah, that would be fun to play. So humiliation sometimes is actually better than money. Yes, there's the two things that, yes, humiliating someone or taking their money. Exactly. I agree right. oh, wholeheartedly. Oh, that that's a really shitty drive. Why don't you unhook those two bags on the back of this cart, and I'll meet you up there. <laughs> don't worry. We don't have to go far. And there were times to where, you know, the back my course is hilly on the back. And there were a few times where double looping, it was a fucking struggle. Well, I would think on that par three. The uh, one that's like a mile? Yeah. The one, no, the one that's uh, right by the snack shop that's like yeah, 60 feet down a hill yeah, with wet ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like you, could, was, you could die safe. there. Yeah, that was, I, I may have surfed down both, both bags for that, but no, I just think that that was a we're always looking ways for ways to shame each other, and you're big on like making 
like skirts and shit like that. But I think making someone else carry your shit is pretty legit. Maybe instead, because nobody ever actually takes their dick out anymore. Maybe that should be. Me too ruined everything. Yeah, that should be the rule. If you don't hit it past the the forward tees. Notice I didn't say ladies tees. If you don't hit it past the forward tees, you got to carry the bag that hole. Both bags. Right, and, and the both bag part is what's fucking awesome. Yeah. Then you're just because then everyone's looking at you like, hey, why does that guy not have any clubs on his cart, and that other guy schlepping two bags? Yeah, can you imagine like a doing that on eighteen patio full of people, and <laughs> and you donate it past the forward tees, and you gotta carry two bags up. Everybody's eating dinner and shit. That's what we, see. That's what we need. So that's how you grow the game is by humiliation. Yeah, that would be fun. I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm going to talk to brother. I'm going to work this into the repertoire. Are you? Hey, brother Nathan, like we're walking it in. Guess what? Whoever loses the hole carries the other one. Shit. I like it better. Both in a cart. And then just take them off. Yeah. And, and make a, like a, a rule on the hole that somebody has to carry it. I just think that's, that's funny. Do you, do you know how fast that cart would be if brother Nathan lost your fat ass and keeps at the clubs? <laughs> First of all, can you imagine my fat ass lugging two sets of clubs? It'd be heart attack. Yeah, for sure. The new club president's, <laughs> the new first lady would be first first, first husband. What would you first, be? I'd be the first, first man. Oh, the, the new first gentleman is dead. Oh God, that would be funny. Not if I died. Well, kind of funny. Yeah, be a good story at the funeral. Depends on how you died. Died doing what I loved. That is true. Um, is that about it this week, buddy? It was uh, well. It's uneventful, but we do have another charity match coming up. We do. Enlighten me. So there's a tour championship golf with a purpose charity challenge is going to happen in Atlanta. It is going to. It's a nine hole exhibition with uh, who's in it. Vince Carter, Jerome Bettis, Zach Johnson, and Ryan Palmer. Now, normally, I wouldn't bring it up because it's only nine holes, but the bus is a a Detroit guy and Vince Sanity. (laughs) So it seems like it's going to be good watching. Is Uh, Vince just going to jump over Zach Johnson multiple times? I would hope that he jumps over something. Golf cart. um, And I didn't even realize this. Vince Carter ended his career with the Hawks just now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, like he played last year. Yeah. And he was in college when we were in high school. Yes. And we're old as fuck. Yes. I had, when he did the dunk with his arm in the rim, I'm pretty sure I had no kids or she was an infant. And you had children young. Yeah. It, my daughter's 19 now. <laughs> so. Um, I, be- I believe that occurred, yes, right around then, like 2000, 2001. I think it might have been the 2000 dunk contest. Yeah, so. That I still remember vividly of him, T-Mac, and Stevie Francis just losing my mind every round. That was back when you had to make the dunk. You didn't get 47 tries. Um, so Vince Carter will be with Ryan Palmer, and the bus will be with... Zach Johnson. It's What's like, the format? Uh, it's a scramble. It's from two to four. There's a special presentation on PGA Tour Live 
in the simulcast on Golf Channel. Um, I've watched parts of all of these, and they've actually been pretty entertaining. Just listening to the banner, like the no announcer part, is my favorite part. Uh, the bus is a funny, funny dude. So I think I think he will be entertaining. Uh, I'm trying to see what the money goes to. Golf for the Purpose Charity Challenge, the Tour Championship. The bus, the bus's lunch bill. <laughs> uh, streaming live, Tour Champions, blah, yada, yada, yada. All proceeds benefit benefiting the East Lake Foundation, Purpose Built okay. Schools, Atlanta, and Grove Park Foundation. So, I mean, they're helping people. In the and, local community. And, yeah, and I remember last us. year from the content that we saw was um, where East Lake is located. It's a tough area. And that they've kind of used the revitalization of the course to help revitalize the area. So this doesn't get talked about a ton, but the PGA Tour does a ton of good shit. For like, the event that's here, there's the, the 313 um, and the the thing that like they gave everybody internet yes. and shit. And like they actually do good stuff with some of this money and, and they don't do a great job of bragging. Yeah. I think they do. Now, I don't know what all the other foundations do and stuff like that, but I think what the PGA does is helping those host cities and local charities with large sums of money. Now we know golf is a sport that in general has, higher income participants, higher income fans. And I think they do a really good job of, I think golf does, the PJ does a really good job of sticking their hand out, getting money and giving it to communities. Yeah. But when you go to a golf event, it's still super reasonably priced. Right. It's like not the actual, like, t- the actual admission. Correct. Yeah. You can't go to a, uh, any other sporting event for the price that it costs to go to a, a golf for like 40 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I think I bought last year for Rocket Mortgage. The whole four days was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. So you can't go. You can't take your uh, family to one Tiger game for a hundred bucks. You know. You know what they do get though is not every other sport can have a twenty-five thousand dollar foursomes for the pro am. That's true. And that's where a lot of the charity money comes from. Yeah, that's probably where all of it comes from. Yeah, that and whatever other stuff they have going on. But I think that when you have most C-level executives like golf and when you have a lot of that in play at these outings and these tournaments, that it's you get some pretty easy checks. It's pretty easy to say, like when we become billionaires off of monkey knife fight and i start sponsoring us at the rocket mortgage um pro-ams because it's a nice write-off would we be the pro or the am um well if you keep shooting 83s you may qualify as the pro 84 okay sorry yeah no but i I think that that's i do think it's great what they do for everybody yeah they seem to pick good charities and and do it and i mean I don't know. It's good. There's a lot of shit going on in the world. I don't want to talk about it, but sometimes athletes taking stands piss me off. 
sometimes I like it. I guess it just depends what mood I'm in. <laughs> uh, but I think it's it's good to see athletes doing things to help people. Correct. Especially like what I like is in the local communities where the tournament is. Right. And I'm not bashing any national charities, but like giving to a local smaller charity, I think has greater impact than giving to a large national charity. Yeah, this, this charity, this purpose built schools and East Lake foundation, this will probably, what they raise from this will probably be what they would have raised in an entire year, maybe right. more from just one nine hole event. Yeah. So instead of giving money and once again, not knocking anything, but to like the red cross, which is this gigantic organization, you're putting it into a more grassroots place. that's actually going to help the community. Yeah. I like it. See, we have hearts too. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to donate money. Right. But we're just going to compliment others who do. Yeah. I did round up my, uh, my bill at McDonald's. It was, 1994 and they asked me if I wanted to round up to the nearest dollar for the Ronald McDonald house and I said yeah go ahead so I gave my six cents as you should yeah I mean what what all did you order for yourself there for that 1996 it was it was me and uncle or and brother Nathan and uh just uh two, two chicken nugget meals large with uh cokes and hot mustard sauce and that's twenty dollars nowadays yeah yeah shit's expensive yeah. man Man, back when those other guys were club presidents, you could get 20 nuggets like an hour. I know. I know. Me and uh, Susala used to do it. They had $5, 20 nuggets for a while when we lived together, and we ate them for like uh, two weeks, nuggets every day, and then dollar whoppers after that for like forever. And then you died? No, it was just cheaper than going to the grocery store. America. <laughs> All right, Uncle Pat. Have a good one. Have a good night, my friend. All right, right, everybody. That's the show for this week. Give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Bogey Golf Podcast. Twitter at Bogey Golf Pod. Facebook, the Bogey Golf Podcast. Turn out the lights. The party's over. Have a wonderful day. TTFN. Top top for now. Bye-bye. I'm sorry, what? What part didn't you understand? The buh or the bye? Bye-bye. Okay, lady. I love you. Bye-bye. That's all, folks. Live long and prosper. Toodaloo. Au revoir. I'll feel the same. Ciao. Ding dao te. Bye-bye. This concludes our broadcast day. Goodbye, moron. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.